This is Daily Devotions Best Of with Pastor Tim Dodson from JF Believers Church. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting jfbelievers.com. The Gospel of Mark, Chapter 8. In those days when there was a very great multitude and they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to himself and said to them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have stayed with me now three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them away fasting to their home, they will faint on their way, for some of them have come a long way. His disciples answered him, From where could one satisfy these people with bread here in a deserted place? Jesus is now going to do for the Gentiles what he did earlier for the Jews. He's going to prove that he has the ability to provide for their every need. And the apostles? Well, how quickly they forget. They saw Jesus feed the 5,000, but still wondered how so many could be fed on this occasion. The compassion of Jesus toward mankind compelled him. The love of Christ has always been the primary motivator in his interaction with man. Certainly we can look out at the multitude today and they too are rambling around in the wilderness, hungry for what they cannot provide for themselves. Certainly bread is not going to do it. Food is enough to keep us alive, but not enough for us to truly know life. I'm not referring to luxuries or wealth. I'm talking about the spiritual intangibles, those things that we cannot acquire on our own no matter how much we try. No, they nor we will be satisfied by bread alone. And ultimately, all of us are looking for something, well, more. He asked them, how many loaves, verse 5, do they have? And they said, seven. He commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves, and having given thanks, he broke them, and gave them to his disciples to serve, and they served the multitude. They had a few small fish, having blessed them, he said to serve these also. They ate and were filled, and they took up seven baskets of broken pieces that were left over. Those who had eaten were about four thousand, and then he sent them away. Immediately he entered the boat with his disciples and came into the region of Delmanutha. They all ate and were filled. Now as a singular church community and even through the broader religious group, we can attempt to feed the world. But apparently only Jesus can fill them. Only he can provide for every need. Unless Jesus is in what we do, we merely have a finger in the leaking deck. Verse 11 says, The Pharisees came out and began to question him, seeking from him a sign from heaven and testing him. He sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Most certainly, I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them, and again entering into the boat, departed to the other side. Those who only wanted to see the miracles were still out there, 
and they are still out there. They weren't going to get on board, but they still curiously wanted Jesus to prove his power. Despite all that he had already done in their midst, they wanted more. Why? What were they looking for? Well, again, perhaps more than just bread. Verse 14. They forgot to take bread, and they didn't have more than one loaf in the boat with them. He warned them, saying, Take heed, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. And they, the apostles, reasoned with one another, saying, It's because we have no bread. Now, the disciples were often found walking around in what we'd call a state of minor confusion. I guess we shouldn't feel too discouraged then when we are baffled as to what Jesus is doing. For Jesus was trying to teach these men something about the reality of the world in which they lived and ministered. Such lessons are sometimes difficult and frankly often bewildering. They thought Jesus was referring to the fact that they had forgotten the bread. But Jesus was dealing with issues more critical than lunch. The leaven he was talking about wasn't the yeast that they were talking about. In scripture, yeast is a picture of evil. Evil that spreads slowly and quietly and pervasively. It affects everything that it comes into contact with. And the leaven of the Pharisees included things like hypocrisy and ritualism, self-righteousness and bigotry. Verse 17 says, Jesus, perceiving it, said to them, Why do you reason that it's because you have no bread? Don't you perceive yet, neither understand? Is your heart still hardened? Now, if Jesus could actually be worried, then he sounded a little worried here. He asked them directly, right up front, they had hard hearts. Notice that it wasn't their heads he was worried about, but rather it was their hearts. For often, our head accepts words that our heart rejects. A hard heart is one that is calloused, a heart that is not receiving anything from the outside. It is an easy thing to acquire, and the effects of such are staggering. Verse 18. Having eyes, don't you see? Having ears, don't you hear? Don't you remember? (laughs) Jesus asked them, do you not hear? What a question. A simple but profound inquiry. Oh, how many of us spend a lifetime up close to the works of Christ, seeing his miraculous acts, but yet the reality of such never finds a way into our hearts. Acts 28:27 says, For this people's heart has grown callous, their ears are dull of hearing, their ears have been closed, lest they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and would turn again, and I would heal them. Jeremiah 5:21-25 says, Hear this now, foolish people, without understanding, who have eyes and don't see, who have ears and don't hear. Don't you fear me, says Yahweh? Won't you tremble at my presence who have placed the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it can't pass it? 
Though its waves toss themselves, yet they can't prevail. Though they roar, they still can't pass over it. But this people has a revolting and a rebellious heart. They have revolted and gone. They don't say in their heart, Let's now fear Yahweh, our God, who gives rain, both the former and the latter in its season, who preserves to us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned away these things, and your sins have withheld good from you. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.